My name is Bill Crockett, and this is Touch of the Master's Hand. Thanks for joining us today. Hello again, everyone. This is Bill Crockett, and you're listening to Touch of the Master's Hand. Well, it's Thursday, and this coming Sunday is Easter Sunday. And so what we'd like to do today and tomorrow is to take a pause from our series we're doing called Words of Wisdom or Words for the Wise. And we want to spend a couple of days talking about the resurrection. The episode today is entitled, What If There Is No Resurrection? Tomorrow, we're going to talk about uh, something that has to do with that, which we'll mention later. But today, we're going to begin in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 3 and talk about what if there is no resurrection. As a matter of fact, there were actually some people in the day of Paul that were teaching that there was no resurrection. So today we're going to look at a few things relative to that. Let's start with 1 Corinthians chapter 15, and uh, we're going to begin reading right now with verse number 12. Paul says, but tell me this, since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, why are some of you saying there will be no resurrection of the dead? For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised either. So in this passage of scripture, Paul is addressing the resurrection. <clears throat> and I want us to look today at three very simple things out of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 relative to the resurrection. First of all, the proof of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Second of all, the problem if there is no resurrection. And then number three, the promise of the resurrection. So let's begin by looking at the proof that Paul gives us that there is a resurrection, that Jesus was raised from the dead. He gives us three reasons, beginning in verse number three of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Reason number one, the scripture foretold it. 1 Corinthians 15 verses three and four. Paul says, I passed on to you what was most important and what had also been passed on to me. Christ died for our sins, just as the scriptures said. He was buried and he was raised from the dead on the third day, just as the scriptures said. In Isaiah chapter 53, the, the prophet Isaiah gives us a very vivid prophecy of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So Paul says, first of all, the scriptures foretold of the resurrection. Number two, the apostles witnessed the resurrection. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse number five, the Bible says he was seen by Peter and then by the 12. After that, he was seen by more than 500 of his followers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he was seen by James and later by all the apostles. Last of all, as though I had been born at the wrong time, I also saw him, Paul said. So Paul says, look, I know that the resurrection of Jesus is true. One, the scripture foretold it. Number two, the apostles all witnessed it, including Paul said himself. And then number three, 
The third proof that the resurrection of Jesus is true is that Paul's life was changed because of it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 9, Paul says, For I am the least of all the apostles. In fact, I'm not even worthy to be called an apostle after the way I persecuted God's church. But whatever I am now, it is all because God poured out his special favor on me, and not without results. For I have worked harder than any of the other apostles, yet it was not I, but God who was working through me by his grace. So it makes no difference whether I preach or they preach, for we all preach the same message you have already believed. Paul says that there is proof that Jesus was raised from the dead. The scriptures foretold it. The apostles, the apostles all witnessed it, including Paul. And Paul said, my life was changed forever because of it. And you know, my friend, you and I are witnesses of that resurrection as well. If you've trusted Jesus Christ and he's transformed your life like he has mine, that is proof of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. But there's a second thing that Paul addresses in 1 Corinthians 15. Beginning in verse 12, he addresses the problem if there is no resurrection. Now, here's the principle. If Jesus is alive, resurrected, then those who believe in him will be resurrected too. And that's kind of the issue here, that these people were saying that there's not going to be a resurrection of the dead, referring to us. But if Jesus is alive, if he was resurrected, then that means we will be too. So the proof that Jesus is alive is very, very relative. But then Paul addresses their issue that they that these people were running around saying that there's not going to be a resurrection. So let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 12, and let's see what the problems are if there is no resurrection. There are seven of them. Number one, if there is no resurrection, then Jesus is not alive, verse 12. But tell me this, since we preach that Christ rose from the dead, why are some of you saying there will be no resurrection of the dead? For if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised either. So if there's no resurrection, then Jesus is not alive. Number two, if there's no resurrection, then the preaching of the Bible is useless. Verse 14, and if Christ has not been raised, then all our preaching is useless. So if there's no resurrection, Jesus is not alive. The preaching of the Bible is useless. Number three, our faith is not effective. It's useless. The latter part of verse 14 says, and your faith is useless. So if there's no resurrection, everything we're doing is a moot point. Number four, if there is no resurrection, then the Bible is not true. Verse 15, and we apostles would all be lying about God. For we have said that God raised Christ from the grave, but that can't be true if there's no resurrection of the dead. Paul says, all these things that the apostles have been telling you, all these books we've written that are now in scripture, they're all a lie, which means the Bible's not true if there is no resurrection. Problem number five, if there is no resurrection, then we're all still guilty of our sins and we're not forgiven. Verse 16, the Bible says, and if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ has not been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. 
So if there is no resurrection, then we're still guilty of our sins because there's no redemption. There's no way of being forgiven of our sins. Number six, if there's no resurrection of the dead, then those who have already died are hopeless too. Verse number 18, in that case, all who have died believing in Christ are lost. And then number seven, if there is no resurrection, then Jesus, if he's only given us hope in this life, then Paul says we are among the most miserable people in the whole world. Verse 19, and if our hope in Christ is only for this life, if this life on earth is all we have, then we are more to be pitied than anyone in the world. So you see, my friend, there is proof of the resurrection, but the problem is if there is no resurrection, we've got seven major issues, which all spell no hope for mankind. But I want to close out today by ending on a positive note, and so does Paul in chapter 15, verses 20 through 23, where he gives us the promise of the resurrection. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20, he says, but in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. He is the first of a great harvest of all who have died. So number one, it is a fact. He has been raised from the dead. So we don't have to worry about all these problems if there is no resurrection, because the fact is there is a resurrection. Jesus was raised. And Jesus is just the first to be resurrected. That means there's more to come. Look at verses 21, 22, and 23, where the Bible says, So you see, just as death came into the world through a man, now the resurrection from the dead has begun through a man, another man. Just as everyone dies because we all belong to Adam, everyone who belongs to Christ will be given new life. But there is an order to this resurrection. Christ was raised as the first of the harvest. Then all who belong to Christ will be raised when he comes back. So Jesus was just the first one. But everyone that belongs to Jesus Christ will be raised just like Jesus was when he comes back. So my friend, what if there was no resurrection? Well, it would be a major problem if there was no resurrection. But the fact is, there is a resurrection because Jesus is alive. And this coming weekend on Easter Sunday, we celebrate that. And I hope that you and your family will have an opportunity to celebrate that as well, knowing all that God has given us because of the resurrection. Now, tomorrow, there were two questions that these people asked, and Paul addresses these two questions when he says in verse number 33, or verse number 35 of 1 Corinthians 15, but someone may ask, how will the dead be raised, and what kind of bodies will they have? Well, tomorrow, we're going to talk about that and see how Paul answered those two questions. What does a resurrected body look like? And tomorrow we'll talk about that. Let's pray. Father, thank you once again for the scripture. Thank you for giving us the truth of the Bible to help us understand every aspect of how much you love us and all that you've done for us. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for his death, his burial, and his resurrection that we serve a living Savior. 
Thank you for how you have changed our lives because Jesus is alive. We love you and thank you for loving us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us on this Thursday. I hope you have a great rest of the day and we'll talk to you tomorrow on Friday as we look at what does a resurrected body look like? So long, everybody.